Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and yesterday we talked about the blessed hope, that of the Lord's return, that it is assured and promised and one day he will collect us in the clouds. Today we follow up with the next passage in 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 1 through 11. I've entitled this, Can You Tell Me the Date? Paul writes, Now brothers, about times and dates we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly, as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you as, as the, like a thief. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep. But let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are also doing. Phew, that's a big one, huh? Well, good morning, brothers. As I write today, I picture some of you in remote lands, reading this many days after I first composed it. I understand how Paul called the young believers brothers, because they were like family to him. I understand how J. Vernon McGee signed off his program, Until then, my, may God richly bless you, my beloved. As I distribute the love and word of God and the teaching therewith to people, a love develops in my heart for you, a concern for your well-being, a deep devotion that you will come to experience the love of God for you, and a desire that I will one day worship the King with you in heaven. Paul writes to these he loves to answer more of their questions about the Lord's return. What did Paul mean when he said the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night? The date of Jesus' coming will not be known, and it will catch unbelievers completely off guard. For hundreds of years, individuals have announced exact dates, and they have all been wrong. The Bible is clear that, quote, no one knows the day or the hour, end quote. But there should be no fear for the child of God. That he is coming back for his beloved is a guarantee. And that knowledge should influence how we live. For we should not live just for today. Jesus himself told us to watch and be ready. We know from Old Testament prophecy that certain things will take place in the world to set the stage for Jesus' return. One, Israel would reform as a nation. This was prophesied in Ezekiel 37, verse 12. It happened in 1948. The buildup of nuclear capabilities so great that catastrophic destruction is possible is also prophesied in Zechariah 14 and Ezekiel chapter 39. Jesus himself said there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Luke chapter 21 verse 11. Most recently we've had Katrina. We had the 2004 tsunami in Indonesia. AIDS, famine, rampant world hunger, and on it goes. Another sign would be great moral decline. In the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, 
lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That was Paul writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 4. All of this we see on the scene today. It's no secret that men are looking for someone to rescue them from the ensuing chaos, from their financial ruin and wrecked families and lives. It is easy to see that the one who comes on the scene with apparent answers will surely be welcomed. To Israel, this leader will have a peace plan and a plan to rebuild her temple. Israel will embrace him. The establishment of the European Union and the move toward a single currency gives us a glimpse of how he will implement a one-world order and a universal cashless system of buying and selling. More on that later, but it is neither man nor government we should place our trust in, but God only. The Romans were promising peace and safety to the first century Thessalonians and their countrymen. They called it Pax et Securitas but was only an illusion of something they did not deliver to those they conquered. When the day of the Lord comes, there will be neither peace nor security for any who have not already trusted in him. It will be too late. Paul writes about that great day as a coming promise. This life is not all there is. Jesus promised you the abundant life and true full life will only be known in heaven. He writes about the day of the Lord as a warning too. Watch how you live because it matters. Don't be caught in darkness, either ignorance or immorality. Jesus will come and call for you. And again, Paul tells the people, he tells you and me to be self-controlled. Between the letter to the Galatians and this letter to the Thessalonians, we see the premium he put on practicing self-control. To this modern generation who denies itself nothing, it would seem self-control is only as valuable as what it nets. You know, a more fit body, a more slender self. I think Paul had far more in mind than those, like training ourselves to exercise faith, love, and hope. In so doing, when Jesus returns, we will be found doing his work, loving, and serving others well. No, it is true that no one knows the day or the hour, but one day he's coming back, you know. I'm ready to meet Jesus in the clouds, and I pray you will be too. You can see this in its entirety at pastorwoman.com.